This is Cosmic Coffee Time, the place where we take a look at what's happening somewhere in the universe in about the time it takes to have a coffee. It's cosmology in a cup. I'm Andrew Prestige, and join me for a coffee and see where in the universe we're going this time. If you want to request an episode topic or just say hi, send us an email at cosmiccoffeetime at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. The stars, they hang majestically in the night sky. They've inspired poets and scientists alike, and they've navigated ships across the seas for centuries, and they've prompted questions about life beyond our home planet. And their number seems almost infinite. But what if I told you that most of the single points of light in the night sky are two stars, or even three or more? In fact, more than 80% of the stars you see are part of a binary system, two stars orbiting a common centre of mass. So stick around and see how we can observe them, what some of the types of systems there are, and what effect does being in a binary system have on planets. Most people have heard of the star Alpha Centauri, sometimes called the closest star to our solar system at about four and a quarter light years. If you ever get the chance to look at it through a telescope, even a small telescope, it's super worthwhile. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you'll be familiar with the Southern Cross. The Southern Cross has two bright pointer stars. The brighter of these two is Alpha Centauri. As you aim the telescope, you'll see something unusual. As you pull it into focus, you'll see that it resolves into two points of light. It reminds most people of one thing. It's just like a pair of car headlights in the distance. The two lights you see are Alpha Centauri A and Alpha Centauri B. There's also a third star, the red dwarf Alpha Centauri C, but the two main stars operate as a binary system. The distance between A and B is about the same as the distance between our Sun and Pluto. And Alpha Centauri A and B orbit each other about every 80 years. We can resolve these stars into two, even with a small telescope, because the system is the closest to us. The pair of stars in a binary system orbit a common centre of mass, which can be a point in space between the two stars. Each star will trace out its own elliptical path through space, with the more massive partner covering a smaller distance. There's a few different types of binary systems, and the categories are typically divided into their observational methods. Alpha Centauri that we've discussed is a visual binary. That's the kind of system that we can resolve visually, simply by looking at it through a telescope. Spectroscopic binaries can't be separated by a telescope because the stars are too close together and the system is too far away. But the variations in wavelengths of light can be measured. The light is blue-shifted on the spectrum when the star is moving toward us and red-shifted when moving away. That's measured by a spectrometer. That change in wavelength is the Doppler effect, and it's the same effect that makes the sound of a racing car change pitch from higher to lower as it passes you, or as the car changes from moving toward you to moving away from you. You can measure that with light, just as you can with sound. Eclipsing binaries, just like their name implies, they eclipse one another. 
These occur when we're on the same plane as the orbit of the stars. As one star passes in front of the other, we can measure a drop in brightness. That tells us the system's orbital period. The degree of change in brightness also tells us about the relative brightnesses of the two stars. And we also have astrometric binaries. These are systems that appear to be only a single star, but that star has a motion where it appears to orbit an area of empty space. In these cases, there is another body that the visible star is orbiting, but it might be too dim to be observed. It might be masked by the light of the visible star, or it might be a body like a neutron star that doesn't give off much electromagnetic radiation. What about planets? We found plenty of exoplanets that orbit lots of different stars in our galaxy. Single stars, like our Sun, seem to have no problem with forming and retaining planets. Binary systems, on the other hand, seem to be a different story. Only about a third of binary systems seem to have planets. In these cases, the planet can orbit the centre of mass of the two stars, but usually a long way from the stars, standing well out of the way of the orbital mixing of those stars. Some planets orbit one of the stars in the binary system. In any case, the complex orbital dynamics could potentially have made it more difficult for planets to form and remain part of these much less stable systems. Remember, if there's something in the universe that you want us to take a closer look at, send us an email at cosmiccoffeetime at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me. I'm Andrew Prestige, and I'll see you again soon for another Cosmic Coffee Time.